Welcome to Supplier Experience Live from Hicks, where we explore all the latest topics, trends, and discussion points in the world of procurement, procurement technology, and supplier experience management. My name is Duncan Clark, and welcome to the podcast. For this podcast, we journey to San Francisco Bay Area to join Sarah Scudder. Sarah is a data-driven marketing strategist, social media influencer, and public speaker. She is currently developing and implementing the marketing and sales strategy for the procurement software startup Real Sourcing Network, a technology company that provides an innovative and painless way for companies to buy high-quality print and packaging for less. In the procurement world, Sarah is an advocate of marketing procurement, a rapidly growing field and the topic that we shall dive into today. So a warm welcome, Sarah, and thank you for taking the time to join us for this discussion. Thank you for having me. We have incredibly warm weather in the Bay Area, so it's been in the 90s and I'm, I'm ready to work on my tan. Ah, oh, fantastic. Well, we won't hold you up too much for that, but uh, I, I think marketing procurement is, uh, is a fascinating topic for us to, to dive into today. So just for a bit of context, could you tell us a little, little bit more about your background and some of the projects that you've worked on and have been working on recently? Yeah, absolutely. So I started my career in fashion and was planning to go into the fashion industry. My my long-term goal was to start my own company and actually produce fashion shows. So that's what my plan was when I was in college. I used to do runway modeling in high school. And my senior year in college, I had finished being president of my sorority and kind of my last hurrah before I graduated was to put on this very, very large fundraising event. All the proceeds go to diabetes research. And I had hired a local company to source all the marketing things that we needed to put on the event. So our media, all of the print, apparel, promo, everything that was related to promoting and marketing the event. <clears throat> and afterwards, they asked me if I'd be interested in coming on and joining the team. And initially I thought, absolutely not. I have no idea what procurement is. I don't really have you know, marketing experience yet since I was still in college. And I said, this is so far from being in the fashion industry. Well, fast forward a couple months, I decided to take the, the position, joined the team. And I was part of the team to really help build out the marketing and the strategy and growth for the company. Through an acquisition, I transitioned into more of a marketing procurement role, helping organizations put up strategic solutions to better buy print packaging, anything related to uh, print items for their companies. And then I saw a big need in the market for companies to better leverage technology to manage the, the marketing spend. There was a lot of what I call manual work, so emails, spreadsheets, and I said there's got to be a better way to do this. So in August of 2018, I joined the technology startup Real Sourcing Network, and we are focused on helping companies use technology to better buy print and packaging. And it's really awesome that we get to play in the marketing procurement space. We're working with 
marketing executives, procurement executives, and now there's this new role that's been created, which is called marketing procurement. So it's kind of a hybrid position that sits between marketing and procurement. So love to be a part of the marketing procurement community. It's one of the fastest growing spend categories, and we're seeing more and more companies create those positions for the very first time. So some fun, fantastic initiatives there. It, it sort of leads me to my starter for 10 question, which is what actually is marketing procurement and why is it on the rise? Yeah, so marketing procurement is the act of buying goods, services and technology for marketing stakeholders. A little bit of background about marketing procurement, because I, I don't think very peop many people know actually how it got started. But it actually began in the UK in the 1990s, and by the early 2000s, it had definitely picked up in the UK market. And a, a survey by the Association of the National Advertisers that they did in 2010 found that on average, a marketing procurement department had been in existence to the respondents' organizations for about 9.8 years. So, and then by 2015, around 95% of World Federation of Advertiser members had a marketing procurement function. So why is it on the rise? It's because marketing spend is most often in the top three biggest spend categories at a company. And in many, many cases, it's actually the biggest spend category by far. And when we look at why is the marketing spend so big, there's a couple of reasons. One, the media and agency spend typically makes up the bulk of the marketing spend. And in some companies, that's hundreds of millions or billions of dollars. Then you have things like MarTech, which is marketing technology. So it's the tools and resources that marketing needs to automate and capture the data and, and information. And then you've got my piece of it, which is the, the print and packaging piece. So buying the printed collateral that is combined with the digital campaigns to do brand building. And I would say marketing budgets are under pressure now more than they ever have before. A uh, big part of that is because of COVID. There were significant budget cuts. And so in some cases, marketing budgets were cut 50 or 75%. So they had to do so much more than they had in the past, and they had less money to do that. So they need to get significant value add from every single dollar that they spend. And what are some of the benefits of thinking about marketing procurement as an individual function? Yeah, I, I like to break uh, this up into a, a few different buckets because I think there are, are so many benefits for organizations having a marketing procurement function. The first is improved spend visibility. When marketing procurement manages purchases of the products and services used by marketing, companies can gain a more accurate and complete picture of how marketing dollars are spent across the entire enterprise. And this provides significant risk, risk mitigation. So it supports evidence-based supplier selection, 
more effective contract negotiation and more effective supplier management. The second is improved management of supplier relations. So marketing procurement takes visibility for managing the administrative aspects of supplier relationships, which can free up marketers to focus on more meaningful aspects of their, their marketing roles. The third is improved spend optimization. Marketing procurement can identify opportunities for cost savings that do not result in diminished product or service quality and thus helps marketers stretch marketing budgets without losing effectiveness. The fourth is speed to contract. Marketing procurement can design and implement streamlined and efficient sourcing processes that will enable marketers to acquire products and services quickly, thus improving marketing agility. Historically, every marketing contract was a one-off and started with the supplier's standard contract form. And the fifth, and this is probably my favorite of all of the, the benefits of marketing procurement, is innovation. Marketing procurement can play a very important role in supporting innovation in marketing by identifying prospective suppliers who offer a new and or differentiated product, service, and solution. Marketing teams have been shrinking, and so again, they have to do more with less, and they're very, very strapped for time. So by being able to have somebody else go out and do research and find cool new innovative ideas and bring them back to the marketing team can add tremendous value. And you mentioned about the growth of marketing procurement. So maybe the answer to this question is, is nothing and, and no, but I was wondering with all of these benefits, are there still any obstacles that are that is uh, that are holding marketing procurement back? And if so, what are some of the key things that could be done to change that? Yeah, so so I would say yes, it's it's probably the most challenging category. If you were to ask a procurement professional what is one of their top most challenging spends, I, I almost everyone you talk to would probably say marketing. And the reason for that is marketing has typically worked in a silo. The chief marketing officer often reports directly into the CEO. They typically have a pretty substantial budget that hasn't been audited or looked at before. And they're used to doing their own thing. They go out, they want something, they get it. They're focused on brand building. They're focused on revenue generation. And they're not used to having to go back and assess and, and look at contracts and put supplier management programs in place. That's just, it hasn't always been on their radar and that's not their mindset. So the, the big challenge is getting marketing to be even open to having a conversation with procurement professionals. Oftentimes they want nothing to do with procurement. They refuse to have a conversation. They refuse to interact at all. So the, it's a big change management piece and it's a shift in culture, getting procurement and marketing to collaborate. On the procurement side, one of the, the challenges for procurement professionals is changing your mindset. So procurement 
professionals are, are very focused on processes, systems, checking all the boxes, and focusing on reducing cost. And that is the complete opposite of, of what marketing is looking for. They do not want to hear the, the phrase cost cutting or cost reduction. That scares them and they think you're going to impact our quality, thus you're going to impact our sales. And the second thing is marketing thinks procurement is really slow. If we have to go and talk to procurement, they've got this process, they're going to do an RFP, they have this whole contracting thing that they have to go through, and that's going to take way too long. We're going to miss our target. The whole campaign's not going to go off. So procurement needs to really shift and pivot their mindset and their vocabulary and not talk about cost savings or cost reduction at all. That will be the byproduct of good negotiations, good contracts, and, and having a good supplier management and program. But the focus needs to be on adding value. How can we add value to marketing? How can we free up their time and resources so they can focus on their creativity and launching campaigns and increasing revenue? And how can we do things as quickly as possible for them? So it's, it's, a, it's a really, really um, hard relationship to build, but we are seeing success in the market because this marketing procurement role has been created, which is a hybrid role where somebody sits on the marketing team and the procurement team. Typically, this person has some marketing knowledge, potentially has worked at an agency or has worked on a marketing team. So they get what's involved in being a marketer, and then they also have some sort of knowledge of procurement about putting contracts in place and having systems in place that will, will maximize um, processes and savings. Well, it's good to hear that, that progress is being made. And I was wondering, um, in procurement more generally, another common theme is the one around supplier data and how uh, the lack of good quality supplier data can sometimes be an issue. I wonder, does that also play a role here? And in, if so, in, in what way? So I think lack of good supplier data affects every single spend category. So no matter what you're working on in procurement, I think there's a, a, a date, a challenge of getting good data. And marketing procurement is no different. A challenge I've seen with the marketing spend is marketing stakeholders rely on their suppliers to store and maintain the specs and information. This causes a problem when marketers want to run a bid or source alternative solutions because they don't have the information themselves. So they're scrambling, trying to work with their suppliers. They're not getting complete information or accurate information from their suppliers, which makes them, in my opinion, overly reliant on their suppliers. It's very important for marketers to maintain their own database of specs and information so they have the ability to go out and run a bid, shop the market, and look at alternative solutions. And I also sometimes like to look at the view from a supplier's perspective and I wondered how does marketing procurement benefit suppliers or the relationship between suppliers and brands for example or suppliers and enterprises? 
Yeah, so the companies that I've seen best manage their marketing spend have created a marketing procurement role like we've talked about and I mentioned at the beginning. And this is the person that sits on the marketing and the procurement team, so it's really a hybrid role. They have procurement and marketing knowledge. They sit on both teams, so it really allows for collaboration and trust and people are more open to change because the person is involved and serving on both teams. They understand the needs of both departments and work with suppliers to develop a good relationship that's focused on collaboration and innovation. So it's really important when you're managing and working with marketing suppliers, whether that's agencies, whether that's media, whether that's print, packaging, logistics, is a big part of that is focusing on we instead of I and developing solid relationships with the suppliers that allow them the freedom to focus on innovation. And it's important to have those relationships and encourage suppliers to come back with ideas that are new and different and outside of the box. And I, I, it's, it's really, really essential in the marketing category because so much of marketing is focused on creativity and trying to be smarter and think of things that your competition isn't doing. And I know another topic that's close to your heart is the one of sustainability. And I wondered in procurement more generally or even uh, with regards to marketing procurement, what kind of progress are you seeing in terms of the, the sustainability issue? Yeah, so this is something that's really, really important to me, to my company, to the clients that we work with. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that you, you brought this up in our conversation today. Marketing procurement leaders are being tasked with focusing on sustainability and diversity. I think it's important that we throw that into the bucket as well. At many companies, they're looking for diverse suppliers and sustainable solutions. So it's, it's often both. Their job is to find the solutions access the cost versus benefit and present their findings to marketing. Marketing may ask for their input in narrowing down the supplier pool to the top two or three candidates. And again, that's where marketing procurement can play such a vital role is going out, finding those sustainable solutions and diverse suppliers, and then going and presenting those to marketing and doing a lot of that, that back-end research. In my world, we're doing a lot of work to help companies design, re-engineer, and source sustainable packaging. Packaging is an essential part of the sales and branding process. So companies who sell products have a, a really important task ahead, and this often falls on the marketing team, is to figure out the best unboxing process for that product. And a big part of that is the packaging. How do you get the product from the manufacturer or from your, your facility to the end consumer? And then what is that unboxing experience? How can you make it so great that people will buy more from you and that they'll tell their friends and, and help you acquire new customers? So a big part of this is consumers are focused on sustainability 
and demanding that companies focus on sustainable packaging solutions. You may have seen a recent article where a consumer ordered bubble wrap from Amazon and it was mailed in a box protected by inflatable pillows. It went viral as an example of how not to be sustainable. I just posted on LinkedIn this week an example of somebody who ordered two small things of tea because they weren't able to get that brand at their local store, and it came in a massive box with over 30 feet of bubble wrap. So there's been a huge focus and push by consumers who are getting these very wasteful packages, who are posting pictures, posting it on social, and demanding that companies look for more sustainable solutions. Now, some good news is packaging is one of the simplest ways for a brand to pivot to greater sustainability. Generation X, uh, which is a group that makes up a huge portion of global purchasing, is hyper-focused on supporting businesses that protect the environment via the best ecological practices. So what does this mean? The brands and companies offering eco-friendly purchases by incorporating sustainable packaging for their products are going to be the ones getting the business from Generation Z. Now, some, some not so good news is a lot of the packaging that we get doesn't have instructions on what to do. So we may be getting sustainable packaging that can be recycled. But if we're confused and don't know what to do with it, it may wind up back in the landfill. So this is a, a big push and call for marketers and brands to clearly explain to consumers what to do with the packaging they receive. And then you have the topic of plastic. Currently, only about 9% of total plastic is currently being recycled. Now, plastic, though, in some cases can actually be a more sustainable solution because you can reuse it. If you have a package, a piece of packaging that can be reused 10 or 20 times and it's plastic, that actually may be more sustainable than something that um, has to be recycled or thrown away um, after a single use. So for us, sustainability is huge. Marketing is really focused on it, and we're going to see a big push for more and more brands to pivot to look at sustainable packaging, which will become more of an important um, category for marketing procurement to look at and focus on. Well, thank you for the examples as well, because I think the examples really bring this to life, and there are certainly some great points to, to think about there. And that makes me think also about the future. So what do you see as the future for procurement and marketing procurement? How do you see it evolving? And also, what technologies do you think will drive change? Yeah, and I'll, you mentioned examples. I'll give you one more really fun example for sustainable packaging. So IKEA, which is a very large global brand, has uses a, a ton of styrofoam. I'm not sure if you've ever personally purchased something from Ikea, but I'm the oldest of four girls. We all went to college and my dad assembled much, many more Ikea products than he probably cares to remember. But there's a ton of styrofoam in, in, in almost all their packaging. So because they are making a shift to focus on sustainability, 
they have pledged to stop all use of styrofoam because it's the one of one of the most wasteful things for the environment. So they've partnered with a manufacturer in Troy, New York, that has this new product that is a substitute for styrofoam and it's made out of mushrooms. So they are starting to roll it out now here in California, where I live. It's not available yet because I'm going to go purchase a product and I'm actually going to video and test out the packaging to see if it actually does what they claim. But what they claim is that with this new material, you can put it in your garden and it will completely bio disintegrate in three weeks. So Adele is also starting to use this as well because they use a lot of styrofoam to um, keep their computer pieces and their monitors and things safe in the packaging. They're also testing out this new material to try to replace styrofoam. So I think that's just a really cool and innovative example of a large company whose marketing and marketing procurement team got together and said, we want to have a sustainable message. How can we do this? They thought packaging would be one of the best ways. And now they're using mushroom packaging. So really, really cool and interesting. So um, to address your question about what do I see as the future for marketing for marketing procurement, I think immediately we're going to see more companies create marketing procurement roles. In the last few months, I have seen more marketing procurement roles posted than I ever have in my career. So I think that's a trend that we're going to see continue to grow. So large companies that already have marketing procurement roles, I think that those teams are going to expand and they're going to hire more people. And then for small and mid-sized companies, I think they're actually going to create budget for the very first time to create a new role, which again will be around marketing procurement. And I think marketing and procurement will also focus on collaborating more with themselves and with their suppliers. I think sometimes in procurement, you have a mindset where it's I instead of we. And I think in the marketing procurement world, you're going to see much more collaborative relationships that are really focused on long-term goals and innovation. And then I think marketing stakeholders are going to continue to focus on diversity and sustainability and using technology to automate a lot of the manual work that's being done and using technology to capture more and better data. So you asked what technology do I think is really going to be the priority? I think it's a couple things. The first is technology that's going to give marketing the best data possible about their consumers and as quickly as possible. You know, getting your data a month or two months late doesn't really do you any good when you're in marketing because it's so fast paced and and things happen so quickly. So I think you're going to see significant investments in tools that give you good real time data on your consumers. And in the, the print and packaging space, I think you're going to see marketing invest more in QR codes and augmented reality. So because of COVID, so many company, so many people are now comfortable using QR codes because it's a part of the vaccine process. 
And a lot of restaurants actually got rid of menus and shifted to using QR codes. So you actually go in and you scan something and then it brings up the menu on your phone and you can actually place the order directly on your phone instead of having to interact with somebody, which would have been a COVID risk. And then augmented reality is allowing you to create virtual experiences for your consumer. So for instance, if I go to the store and I'm looking at wine and I scan the wine label, it will then take me to a video and a virtual experience where the founder of the, the winery, the winemaker may have a message and may be speaking to me. So I think you're gonna see marketing procurement look at more QR code and augmented reality solutions as a way to combine print with digital to capture incredible insights about the consumer. Well, so many of these points will really resonate with our audience, and I'm sure that some will also want to continue to engage with this topic and, and go into it more deeply. So just to round off my discussion, the, the final question I have is, what's next for you and how can people reach and, and follow you? Yeah, so I'm super active on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is definitely the best way to reach me. If you just type in Sarah Scudder, I should come up very, very high in the search and feel free to, to shoot me a note and connect with me. And I do a lot in the marketing procurement space to try to foster collaboration and community. And I host a marketing procurement room every Tuesday with Tina Fedgen out of the UK. So if you're interested in learning more about marketing procurement, feel free to join our clubhouse room on Tuesdays. And then I host many different shows and events throughout the year, uh, all of are focused on marketing procurement. So feel free to reach out and connect if you'd like to get more information on any of those events and meetups. Fantastic. It sounds like a busy, busy schedule then. So um, thank you so much for taking the time out to, to join us today. It was a pleasure to speak to you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please don't forget to hit the like or subscribe button. Or for more information about us, visit our website, www.pix.com. <laughs>